Would you like to give your child a superior start? Come see us at Superior Star Christian Learning Center, where we believe developing a child involves more than academic instruction. Their social, emotional, and spiritual needs must also be intentionally addressed. Your child's imagination will run wild with creative projects, interactive play, and a staff that engages their personal learning style in a safe and nurturing environment. Once we met the staff and saw the curriculum that they had here, we were just so impressed. Um, all of the staff, from the principal to the teachers to the office staff and um, the people that greet us every day, um, it's, it's like feeling home. So we encourage you to get to know us. Take a tour. We have created a Christ-centered culture of superior achievement where children are nurtured, character is shaped, creativity is fostered, and critical skills are developed. Your child deserves a superior start. Do you think you good? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. We'd love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SNBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at SMBChurchNJ or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey 08094. Have a blessed day. Question is, question is, when you're standing at a crossroad, what do you do? When a fork is in the road, what do you do? When the world is on your shoulders, what do you do? When your back is up against the wall, What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? You hold on. You hold on. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. 
faith. Oh, it's going to be all right. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Where do you turn? Where do you turn? When there's nowhere else to turn. When there's nowhere else to turn. What do you do? What do you do? When there's nothing left to do. When there's nothing left to do. Where do you go? go? When there's nowhere else to go. When there's nowhere else to go. What do you do? What do you do? When there's nothing left to do. When there's nothing left to do. You're in the master's hands. You're in the master's hands. And the master has a plan. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Oh, it's going to get better. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Don't give up. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Come on, everybody. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. He has worked it out before. He has worked it out before. And he will work it out again. He will work it out again. So trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Say victory is mine. Hallelujah, and we will rejoice 
and be glad in it. We're rejoicing for three reasons. Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus. We're praying for you and your family that you would be safe and you would be well. We're praying that you would be separated from this pandemic, that you would uh, look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Amen. So we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author, finisher, and sustainer of our faith. Not only are we praying for you, we're praying for our nation, that God would, uh, amen, bring our nation uh, totally in concert with his will, that God would deal with all of the wickedness in high places that he would deal with the social injustice and unrest and we pray that you would remain faithful by supporting this ministry with your your tithes online and mailing them in to P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey 08094. Pastor loves you and we are excited and we're excited about our Christ. Can I get a witness? Amen. And, and so we thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow, and we worship him, hallelujah, in spirit and in truth. This morning, I'm in First Thessalonians. I'll be in chapter 1 and chapter 3, a model church. Uh, and uh, my subject this morning is God's tests will tell it all. God's tests will tell it all. And here in in verse 3 of chapter 1, in well-known passages of Scripture, Paul says, remembering your work of faith, your labor of love, and amen, your perseverance and hope, those are the three things of this model church. We want to elaborate on this and and deal with the fact that uh, examinations and tests educationally are designed, listen, to measure a criteria of our learning. Uh, examinations and tests physically is to monitor, amen, our condition of our life and liabilities and examination and tests spiritually is to be a ministry of connection to the liberty we have in Christ Jesus. That when you look at this matter of tests, we see criteria, condition, connection. We are connected, we that are saved, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And it's interesting that as we look at uh, this learning and liability, life, liberty, amen, uh, in Christ, we, we begin to see that God's tests will tell it all. Now let me stop Paul's apart because God will test us. Amen. God will test us. Let me say it again. God will test our faith 
God will test our fortitude. God will test our future. God, God is going to test his children. And, and the interesting thing is, is that uh, once we understand that God tests will tell it all, it will help us to understand what we believe, how we behave, and why we become bewildered. Lord, have mercy. That, that, that as God begins to test the righteous, amen, that um, he, he defines these examinations, these tests, by seeking and soothing, amen, some suffering and silencing our excuses and severing us from evil. That God begins these examinations in and through our lives, and nothing is hidden from God. There are no hindrances, no hardening that God cannot break through. Hallelujah. So God will test the authenticity of what we say we believe. Amen. He deposits something and then he begins to test it in development. Hallelujah. And uh, John, the apostle, 1 John, gave us a test of light, chapter 1, in the context of fellowship. If we say that we walk in the light, that we are in the light, but walk in darkness, we're lying, the truth's not in us. He deals with light, he deals with love, he deals with liberty. But here, and I want you to see this, that this model church, it's model. Uh, the context of this church is in Acts 17, and Paul, the apostle, founded this church on his second missionary journey. The first missionary journey was uh, Acts 13 to 14, and then 15 to 17 is the second missionary journey. And Paul's partners were his brethren, his co-laborers of Timothy and Silas, Savanus. And Luke, of course, wrote Acts, speaking in third person. And when we begin to look at the context of this model church, three critical examinations took place um, to this model congregation, amen, and God tested their hearts, he tested their hurts, and he tested their hopes. I want, I want to, I want to look at this because today, with everything that's happening, we're being tested. The church is being tested. Now, mind you, we live in the age the seven churches of Asia Minor, Revelation 2 and 3, each is an age. We're living in the last age of the last church before the rapture. And what's characteristic of this church of Laodicea are the rights of the people. Not the word of God, the rights of the people. We don't need to wear masks. We have rights. The rights of the people is what we are witnessing Church is no longer edification and evangelism, it's entertainment. That when we begin to look at this entertainment environment, everybody wants to be great. 
and everybody wants to be needed and everybody wants to be revered. Nobody wants to humble themselves and serve our Christ. That, that is. Um, Paul the Apostle begins a segment of scripture where first God, listen, examines our hearts for a conquering faith. That's his plan. He wants a conquering, a conquering, a conquering, a conquering faith. Now, uh, the problem here is that the only way God can test our conquering faith is to allow conflict. You didn't hear that. As long as everything is going well, our faith is not tested. Faith is tested in this environment of conflict, and this conflict is against our confidence. The conflict is against, listen, our confidence, our continuance, and our compliance. This, this, the, these are the things that this church, amen, was tested with. And Paul, in a conquering faith, is talking about a working faith, a faith that works. Now, if your faith doesn't work, it's not a conquering faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word, Lord have mercy, of God. That, that is, um, this church, Acts 17, in chapter 1 of 1 Thessalonians verse 9, they turned away from idols, the occult, the Epicureans, the stoic doctrines to the living God. Ah, meaning they repented of their ways, their sins, their mindsets. That's a conquering faith. A conquering faith does not leave you in despair. A conquering, a conquering faith can endure difficulties. Yeah. Count it all joy, James says, one, two, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the trying or the fire testing of your faith testing worketh perseverance. Every time God allows our faith to be tested, whether it's through the national unfortunate politics, through it's the hatred of people, the separation of races or, amen, the, the lowdown of the church. A conquering faith can endure difficulties. You no longer see it as your difficulty, it's God's difficulty. Not only the difficulties, but the disruptions, Lord have mercy, and the despairs, the delays, all part of God's testing for conquering faith. And we know that all things, 
are working together for the good. That's a conquering faith of them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. We're not looking at the problems. We're looking at the praise for the master. He's in total control. Even when we, we are out of control. This word faith, pistis, pistuo in the Greek, is not just a casual believing. It's not a surface faith. It's a commitment. It's a persuasion. It's something people are sold out on. It's a communion with Almighty God. This conquering faith is what Job displayed when he said, The Lord giveth and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says in all of this, Job did not, amen, uh, judge the Lord foolishly. That, that is, child of God, this conquering faith is being tested. And what is tested is our hearts. Now let me stop pause apart because our hearts is synonymous with the word mind. Our hearts, our hearts is the decision-making apparatus. Our hearts depends on Almighty God. Our hearts gets direction from God. Our hearts is determined to serve God. And Jeremiah said in 17.9, for the heart is wickedly deceitful above all who can know it. But when God impacts the heart, he impacts the mind, he impacts the will, he impacts the soul, the intellect. Yeah, the volition of man. And, and so God will test and examine our hearts for a conquering faith. Everybody through the Bible, Abraham, Daniel, amen. Everybody in the Bible, Peter, James, John, Paul, everybody had three facets, amen. They had faith, they had fracture, amen, and they had a finish in God. They were not exempt from the problems that we have as well. Abraham got direction. Abraham had to go through delay. Abraham had difficulties. Abraham had disruptions. But the Bible says Abraham believed God. And God reckoned it for righteousness. In the midst of all this hell, you got to believe God. You, you, you got to put your eyes on the word. You got to put your eyes on the Savior. Can I get a witness? I will not fear what man can do unto me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge and my strength. Turn your problems over to the Savior. He, he will test your heart for conquering faith. And you, you may have to have someone else carry you. There were four men who carried a man and set him down through a roof in front of Jesus. 
And Jesus said, bless them for their faith. You might have to carry your children. You might have to carry your marriage. You may have to carry your home. You may have to carry somebody else. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart with all diligence. Guard it, guard it, guard it. Why? For out of it flows the rivers, the streams, the issues of life. Streams of strength, streams of stability, Lord have mercy, streams of satisfaction. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. That is, my faith is, is tested and examined by almighty God. He wants it to be a conquering faith, no matter What comes, what goes, I have the victory. My victory is in Christ. Did you pass your test this morning? Your test of faith. Faith is the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders, amen, perform the good work. Faith doesn't mean you won't have problems. Faith doesn't mean, amen, uh, 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 that, that, that everything is a foregone conclusion. No, faith, the test of faith has to have difficulties, disruptions, and delays. And you got to be still. And I'm talking to somebody this morning. You're shifting all over the place. You're making decisions out of the will of God. You're depending on something else, counterfeits. You, you got to be still and know that he's God. Even in this pandemic, even in this uh, ungodly society, just look to the hills from whence cometh your help. God examines our hearts. For conquering faith. That's his plan. What do you mean by that? That is, when we look at the word of God, God is in the business of testing his people. A test is not a temptation. God cannot be tempted with evil. James, but God will test you. What you say you believe, what you claim to be, the word of God that he has put in you, the the difficulties he has allowed, God will test your faith. Through examining, listen, your heart. And God wants that heart of yours to be transformed. Do I have a witness? He wants you to transfer to him all the vicissitudes of life. Just have a little talk with Jesus. He'll make things right. Stop assuming you can handle it. You can't handle it. God examines our hearts. The question is, what's in your heart? What you say you believe, how you behave, 
why you're bewildered, all that's in your heart. You got to let go and let God. He tested this model church, these people, for an abiding faith. Hmm. If you, John 15, abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will. It'll be done unto you. I can't always claim, proclaim that I've always, that my heart was always right with God. I cannot always say my heart had a conquering faith. There were times I failed, I faltered, I fell. But when God comes along with a conquering faith, he'll test it. And when we come forth, James says, we come forth rejoicing. Things I may have failed years ago, I've passed today. Things I couldn't believe before, I believe now. God will examine our hearts for a conquering faith. Uh. Secondly, God will examine our hurts. Ah, Lord have mercy. For, hallelujah, amen, a healing uh, fortitude. Now, you cannot get this till you move over from chapter 1 of 1 Thessalonians 1 to 1 Thessalonians 3. 1 Thessalonians 3 tells us in verses 1 and 2 about this faith. Paul was worried about this faith at his church. He, he said they were worried night and day. And finally, he sent Timothy, his co-laborer in the gospel, his son in the faith. He sent Timothy to, to examine, to learn about their faith. Chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Timothy came back with a great report. And, and, and the reason Paul was worried about their faith was because of the conflict, Lord have mercy, that this church was going through. Now I'm going to talk about what conflict can do to faith if faith is not biblically based. Yeah, that, that, that is when we begin to look at, uh, this matter of a conquering faith that God wants to first develop. Development requires a test. As we grow in grace, God comes along and instantaneously he starts testing what we claim, what we say to be, what we believe we are. He's, he's developing us. He's showing us you're not all that in a bag of chips. It's not what you think it is. Can I get a witness? I, I will keep my hedge around you, but I will allow different things to come into your life to threaten what you say you believe. Lord, have mercy. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. You know, we talk a good talk on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, we all over the place. 
Can I get a witness? That that is child of God. Uh, hang in there with pastor. That first of all, the development of our faith. God says some of your problems that you need healing in. It's not from the people in the church that don't think like you. It's not from the loved ones you can't get along with. It's not from the co-workers you disagree with. It's from your history. You got a whole history of hurts that keep jabbing at you. We dealt with this before. Rejection, low self-esteem, lack of perseverance, anger, bitterness, Lord have mercy. Uh, bondage, slavery, lust, greed. Do I have a witness? Uh, we're working for the wrong reason. You're open to the delicacies of the devil because the historicity of your hearts won't allow you to rest. You're rambunctious. You're removed from the word. You're looking for a feeling and not a faith. Do I have a witness? Your history, your history. Pay attention to your history. How you were raised, what you were exposed to, the downfalls. Can I get a witness? The abuses, the anger, the low self-esteem, the the, the mistreatment. Lord have mercy. Uh, the bad models, the bad methods, yeah. Uh, 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 he, he's talking about your history. This church's history was in the occult. Acts 17, the unknown God. This church history, Epicurean, Stoics, were in the bad doctrine. See, a falling away from the faith means you left the word of God. Falling away from the truth. Lord have mercy. Means you no longer have faith in the word of God. And we, we can easily fall away. Folk don't want to come to church anymore. That's a falling away. You can call it what you want to call it. You can take your phones, you can take your F phones, your I phones, your G phones, your H phones. You can, you can let that be your God. You can let that be your source of information coming in. But God is a jealous God. Thou shall have no other God before me. Can I get a witness? Thou shall love the Lord thy God. G, uh, uh, the Pharisees said, Jesus, teach us the commandments. He said, the commandments are this. Thou shall love the Lord thy God with all thy thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and the second commandment, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. 435, yeah, pieces of the law. So what do we see today? People don't love each other. The love of many is wax cold. People laugh at God. We can't even use the word Christmas anymore. It's Xmas. Do I have a witness? Because like the inn, they have no room for Jesus. 
Do I have a witness? Our history and our hurts. And we've been hurt. And we're too proud to admit it. We've been hurt in our reasonings. Hurt in our relationships. Hurt in our rights. Hurt! We've been hurt. Bitter. Can't forgive. Can't undo. And we need healing. Lord, have mercy. We need a new design. We need, yeah, a new direction, a new dependence, a new discernment. We need a new deliverance. So in chapter 3 of 1 Thessalonians, ah, Lord, have mercy. From verses 4 to 14, here's what he says. He says, the tempter, talking about the devil, The tempter has come along secretly to overthrow your faith, to bring failure in your belief system. Once you and I start believing, we start working for ourselves. Lord, have mercy. That that is, uh, God gives us the hope, yeah, of recovery. Now let me stop pausing apart on this word recovery. I, I know some of you think you can just say a prayer, think you're saved, and live any kind of way. That's a lie from the pit. You need to go to First John. First John talks about he that practices sin is of the devil. Uh, do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that cannot practice love it does not know God. So one of the things that we see is that the recovery is understanding where God found you and bought you from. We need to stop Paul's and Park on that note. Yeah, that I have the hope of recovery in Jesus. I have the hope of, yeah, not only recovery, but renewal in Jesus. He's going to make me new. Brand new. I have the hope of rest in Jesus. I have the hope of righteousness in Jesus. I have the hope, yeah, of rescue in Jesus. God is committed to healing you. Therapeuo. A healing of the heart, the mind, the will, the soul. He's going to heal you. As you trust him and his resurrection, he's going to heal you. Songwriter said, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all of the ground. Now, when I say all of the ground, I mean all of the ground. Everything else in your life is sinking sand. When darkness veils its lovely face, I'll rest on his amazing grace. He examines our hearts. He examines our hurts to bring healing. And 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 the, and the obvious question this morning is: All of us need healing. 
we need healing. I, I, I know you've got this view of yourself that everybody else needs healing. You don't need it. No, you need it more. You need healing. That's what's holding you back. That's what's keeping you in bondage. That's what's blocking your blessings. That's, that's what Satan is using to blow you away. You have a need of healing. The most powerful prayer in all the Bible, Jesus prayed it in the Garden of Gethsemane. When he said, Father, I don't want to drink this bitter cup. The cup was death. Nevertheless, not my will, but may thine will be done. Thine will, his will is better than your will. His will is better than your wishes. His will is going to bring you out with a shout. That, that is, he talks about the tempter in chapter 3 of 1 Thessalonians coming along secretly, hidden, disguised, deceptive to bring failure to your faith. We look at the news today, we see what's happening in society today, and our faith is shattered. Because we keep believing what we see and not what we know. That is, child of God, Jesus is in total control. I was, I was in devotions uh, last week, the other day, and I was saying, Lord, what in the world is going on in this world? And God said, turn to Psalm 75, verse 3. And I turned and he said, in my own time, I will judge righteously. And I had to stop, park, and be quiet and say, my God, he's on top of everything. Nothing is escaping his eyes. Can I get a witness? That, that, that just when you think God didn't hear it, God didn't see it, God doesn't know it, God pops up and tells you, I saw it. Can I get a witness? That, that is child of God that, uh, he, he, uh, 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 songwriter again says, my hope, my hope, my hope for healing is based on Jesus. My hope, ah, for God dealing with all my hurts is based on Jesus. My hope for God turning around my history is based on Jesus. Jesus, I need you to heal my hurts. I need you to heal my heart. I need you to, to heal my head. I need you to heal my hindrances. Ah, Lord have mercy. Need you to heal me. If you're willing, I'll be healed. If you're willing, I'll see. If you're willing, I'll stop being blind. If you are willing, God will make a way out of no way. Mm. And finally, God not only examines our hearts and our hurts, but God examines our hopes. I, I want to just put some um, substance to this. My hopes are my future 
fixed finish. It's my future that I can't see. I don't know. My hope is in you, Lord. My hope is not in how much money I can make. My hope is not in everybody liking me. My hope is not in everything going right. My hope is in Jesus, the author, the finisher, and sustainer of our faith. Paul talks about this church's hope. They look for Jesus to show up at any time. And don't fool yourself, we are in the last days of Laodicea, we are in the last days just before the rapture, everything has been, that was predicted has passed. Any moment, Jesus can crack the sky. You better be ready with a faith, immediate faith for salvation, uh, increasing faith for sanctification, uh, amen, intimate faith is glorification. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his sufferings being made, listen, conformable unto his death. Churches are preaching, not even using the name of Jesus. People are trusting in themselves, trusting in the stock market. Trusting in the president, trusting in Congress, trusting, trusting in the wrong things. You better trust in Jesus. He said in this life you're going to have tribulations, but uh, clap, 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 clap. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. He's got the whole world in his hands. Uh, He's in total control when he examines my hopes he knows what I'm looking forward to when he examines my hopes he's already tested the authenticity of what the Bible says for the future when he tests when he tests my hopes when he examines my hopes I'm not looking for earthly treasure I'm looking for the Savior. I'm looking, amen, for the secrecy of his plan for my life. I'm looking for the power of the Holy Spirit to keep on keeping on in my life as I grow and as I'm gracious and as I glorify his name. This is not our home, Peter says. Eh, We're only here for a moment. We're stewards of God's resources. And can I get a witness? We're only here for a hot moment to glorify his name. This is not our home. We are a royal priesthood. We, we are a holy nation. We are a peculiar people. Put on your shield of faith. He's testing your heart. He's going to test your hurts for healing. He's going to test your hopes for liberty. Do I have a witness? Model church. Paul says, remembering, I want to commend you for your work of faith. And faith is work. You got to work that thing. Even when your feelings are all destroyed, you got to work that thing. Can I, when your mind won't allow, you got to work that thing. 
I believe God and that ends it. Your work of faith, your labor of love, you got to labor to love folk. Folk are ugly. Folk are unlovable. Folk are un, amen, repentant. Folk are bitter. You got to love in labor. Mm. Your work of faith, your labor of love, and here it is, I'm closing, your perseverance of hope. That word perseverance means to take a licking and keep on ticking. Just keep going for Jesus. Keep believing the word. Can I get a witness? Keep reading the word. Keep applying the word. Keep interpreting the word. Keep living the word. Keep walking the word. Keep believing the word. In spite of what's coming at you. Persevere through the problems. Persevere yeah, through the plights. Persevere. You got to persevere. You got to get back up and keep on moving. Second Corinthians chapter 3 says in chapter 4 that God's will is that your hearts will not faint but be strong in him. God's tests will tell it all. God's tests will speak uh, to my truthfulness. God's tests will lead and guide me through fire. God's tests will have me come out with the victory. Can I get a witness? I've been young and now I'm old. Prophet said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never seen the seed begging bread. I dare you to trust in the Lord. I dare you to put a guard at your heart. For out of your heart are the issues of life. I dare you to pass the test. Pass the test of trials, tribulations. Pass the test of being still and knowing that he's God. Stop looking at the problem and look up to the potentate of paradise. Jesus, our Christ. And he will fix your heart, your mind, your soul, your will, your way. God bless you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you and I do too. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. The tests of God will truly tell us the truth. Let me let me let me explain to you what that what that means and what we've already preached. We are being examined through a test of our hearts. We are being examined through a test of our hurts. We're being examined through a test of our hopes. Think about these three things as we have preached. Our hearts is the flowing of our faith. Our hurts are historical fractures that God is fixing and healing right now. And our hopes is futuristic. Where I'm going in the future, I'm going there to the glory of God and I will be gratified 
as God continually worked in my life as my great physician. He takes my examinations and my tests and he knows what I need. God bless you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you. Would you like to give your child a superior start? Come see us at Superior Star Christian Learning Center, where we believe developing a child involves more than academic instruction. Their social, emotional, and spiritual needs must also be intentionally addressed. Your child's imagination will run wild with creative projects, interactive play, and a staff that engages their personal learning style in a safe and nurturing environment. Once we met the staff and saw the curriculum that they had here, we were just so impressed. Um, all of the staff, from the principal to the teachers to the office staff and um, the people that greet us every day, um, it's, it's like feeling home. So we encourage you to get to know us. Take a tour. We have created a Christ-centered culture of superior achievement where children are nurtured. Character is shaped, creativity is fostered, and critical skills are developed. Your child deserves a superior start. Do you think you need school? Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form.